podcast where we discuss hot topics and political issues, our favourite films and television programmes, and the acting tip of the month. To begin with, our Chubbuck chat. Okay, so today, to begin with in our political chat, we're going to be talking about the Israel-Palestine disagreement that's going on at the moment. Um, Anybody got any thoughts on this? Go on, Dan. Just not a very good situation, is it? I mean, I'd say uh, it's not particularly like, wonderful. Like, I mean, it, it's been going on for like a hundred years now, right? The, the tension, at least, not the actual conflict, because it's just arose again for, with the same problems. It's um, sad yeah. to watch because there's obviously some people who don't want the violence so we're getting caught up in it and losing like members of their family in yes Rome. and i don't think people who pick a side and i'm doing air quotes for that are, i don't understand because mm. it's not like either one is in the right or hasn't done something horrible mm. which is often the issue with um, religious based wars there's been um, a lot of uh, backing for Palestine which I can understand um, given the fact that Israel started the conflict and also um, yeah, yeah Palestine didn't initially start it but it's also not like the past 100 years that they have haven't done anything sure yeah no one's an innocent party here. Mm. Mm. Right. Go on. Um, so I also think that I see lots of people um, like trying to take sides and trying to say um, like, no, we, sh- we shouldn't, like just disagreeing and thinking about the sides, you know. Um, but in actual fact, it's kind of not like, it's been going around for like tons of years, but like it's neither side's fault because it's not Palestine's or the Israel like's fault. Um, it's actually ours if you think about it because my dad told me that the British government like signed something so that the Israel could live in Palestine and at the time the Palestine people were living in it and that's what started this conflict. So actually we they should be blaming us and taking it on us, but they're, they're like not doing that. Instead, just intruding and messing Palestine up. Yeah, fighting amongst themselves. Yeah, really good point. Rania, your thoughts? Um, I agree with Dan and Kolasash um, about none of them have are guilty for it. But at the same time, I've seen that. Um, everyone on social media has seen what they've done to Palestinians and stuff and it's like horrible um, at my school some there's a protest for it um, for the Palestine stuff and some of our like some of our students got in trouble for it and it brings back to people being racist and stuff and it's just a, a whole problem in society anyways and it's just not okay mm. I've heard about schools starting protests, but what's interesting yeah. is that unfortunately 
some some people start these protests in you know in knowledge of what's going on um, and from a really good place and then other people jump on a bandwagon not actually knowing what it was so I've heard some people say that that you know they knew people who joined the protest going what is Palestine um, which is <laughs> terrible that people kind of jump on these bandwagons not knowing or understanding what it is that they're talking about and I think that's happening a lot and I've heard a lot of issues with um, people blaming Jews um, for what's going on which is so irrelevant and so um, ignorant uh, about the situation and that's the really sad reality that unfortunately people don't really understand these situations don't research it don't you know properly uh, get read up about it and then make terrible assumptions and say some awful things yeah. maybe you want to say something about that go on i just think the media is just so anti-semitic like i look through instagram stories and it's just um <coughs> look at what the jews are doing to um the palestinians it's just the Jews find the Jew the Israelis were kicking the Palestinians out of their home, but the whole of Iran was doing it. I know that's not really to do with it. And then Palestine Palestine just started to throw bombs and Israel retaliated. But as soon as Israel retaliated, everyone started going against Israel. It's like Israel can't defend themselves without a load of media going against them. It's quite sad. But more to the point, it's not the residents' fault, you know, it's not the Jewish community's yeah. fault. People are blaming the Jews. It is the government's fault. Mm. And it's almost, this is, it's totally apples and oranges, but a comparison here would be Boris Johnson and the Tory government all voting for us not to feed the children last year or mm. the beginning of this year during that um, the lockdown. And the whole of the world turning and saying that anybody who's English are bad people because they're not even that they refuse to feed their poor children when actually I wasn't part of that vote I wasn't asked if I wanted to feed children I wasn't given a choice in that matter it was a load of other representatives who voted on my behalf a behalf that I did not agree with and that's what's going on over there is the Israeli government who it sounds like are very corrupt and making very very bad and dangerous decisions on behalf of a lot of people who want nothing to do with it yeah I feel like this is people's best chance to turn against the Jews because um, there was this thing on social media I was telling you yesterday like a baby got shot by plastic bullets oh, by an Israeli soldier. That's not true. Like probably not true. I don't know, but like they probably just got the baby to cry and just put stuff on it to make to brainwash the public, and that's what. But even if that is true, it's yeah. that's one person, and that one person is not representative of an entire community. Mm. That person is making bad decisions and doing bad actions and should be um, what's the word uh, tried for that but they definitely shouldn't 
be stereotyped as the representative for everyone else, which is the sad thing. And I I see what you're saying. I think you might have worded it slightly wrong, but in terms of that, this is an opportunity for the people who want an excuse to be racist towards Jewish people and anti-Semitic to go against them by using these particular scenarios and moments and um, snippets of these terrible acts that are going on to use that against uh, that community, which is really sad that that this has become an opportune moment for people to stereotype in a really awful way. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I've seen a load of stuff on social media as well with people, like, posting on their stories without, like, any knowledge or, like, of what's going on. And a lot of the posts are, like, very underlyingly anti-Semitic. And, yeah, I think just people posting just because they're, like, seeing everyone else posting stuff without actually, like, knowing what they're posting about, which is just, like, spreading stuff further. I think it's just become a trend. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, again, I've seen like a ton of people saying... I, I saw the uh, video of the baby um, shot with rubber bullets as well and heard about all these atrocities. And it's like, you're standing there and you're, you're, you're posting about this, but do you, yeah, do, do you really know what's going on? Do you know why they're fighting? Do you know... And also with like, the excuse for being anti-Semitic, it's like... Or saying, oh, it's it's the it's the Jewish, the Jewish are doing this. Like you have Jews everywhere, and they're not they're not to blame for is it's Israel, not the Jews. Yes, they are Jewish, but that's not the defining thing about them. They're, they're Israeli, mm. and it is the government at the end of the and day. It's the Israeli government. It is the people who have come into power, unfortunately, and are making these decisions on behalf of other people, which I'm sure a lot of people do not agree with. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, they're, again, going back to my point, it's like they're not both angels. Like, there's two sides to every coin. Um, go, go back a couple of years. I mean, yes, Israeli fight first, but they're both bombing innocent people at the end of the day. You can't say the Palestine are fine because they're also... Bombing. Palestine um, flew bombs first, and then Israel retaliated, and now everyone in Israel is saying because everyone in Israel has like shouted, they have to have like shelters in their houses, and I know people from Israel that are staying in their shelters, I thought and they are petrified. Like they have to have like bullet bulletproof rooms so that bombs don't fly in. It's mm. sad that they have to be prepared for mm-hmm. that, and now children, kids, and babies are under there, and they're like, I saw this post, not this woman like saying what she's going through and that it's not all Israel, it's Palestine too like Palestine's doing this to the children it's really sad oh, yeah. like everyone's just on Palestine's side yeah. it's just you don't know the backstories of it and this is the thing, like, I think not everyone knows or understands the con- yeah. contention certainly when I've been researching and looking it up, there's a huge amount of different like information and, and reporting of what's going on and so for me I haven't been able to see any clearly defined uh, answer to who came, what came first the chicken or the egg they're, they're both in the wrong for want of a terrible example <laughs> um, 
but my understanding is is that the is the Israeli government did use COVID as a way of being able to control the Palestinians and do some quite dodgy stuff in terms of watching them, in terms of keeping them in their houses and evicting them and stuff as a way to do that. And I think potentially if, I don't know, because again, like I said, it's all contentious, but if it was the Palestinians who did send fire firearms or bombs first, it was as a retaliation to how the Israeli government had been treating them through COVID, from my understanding. Yeah, yeah, no, that's However, <laughs> that is not 100% clear. Yeah. Mm, exactly. But aren't the Palestinians like droning drones out too? Because I don't think... Yes. Yeah, so people aren't realising that, that it's like a two... It's not just one side, it's mm. both of the sides that are doing the wrong things. It's just... 100%. Tilda, any thoughts? Yeah, because I feel like they're both in the wrong because obviously they've both done like terrible stuff. Um, and yeah, well, like, wasn't it because Israel was like trying to take over Palestine because um, it was like their land, it was like it was supposed to be their land. And I get that, and they're in the right as well because, like, for the religious people. But at the same time, there were people living there, and you kind of just kicked them out. And then many years ago, they came in an agreement. They split the land in half, so it was Palestine. And Not quite half, but yes, like, they yeah, did split like the they, land. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that was the best thing to do because they came to an agreement. Mm -hmm. But then it just started all over again, and it was like very complicated. And yeah, I just feel like they're both in the wrong because they're not really doing anything about it. They just keep like hurting each other. And I feel like the children, they're killing so much children. They have nothing to do with it. Also, because you're stopping each other's like future. Yes, exactly. And these poor, like you say, these poor children just being born into this, going. Hey, it's not my beef. Yeah. Obviously, that's again really <laughs> bad. But they almost are coming into the world going, it's not my beef. It's I'm, you know, like, that's I wasn't part of this. Why am I now suffering as a result of it? Which is very sad. Yeah, Rania, any closing thoughts on it? Yeah, um, the agreement that they had. Well, it wasn't because I think I saw a documentary about at school once. I think I can remember. But it was like the Palestinians didn't have much, even though they had half the land. Um, they still didn't have much power over their half either. Yes, so correct. I'm not sure which side, which, I'm not quite sure, I can't remember. No, you're right, but because officially Israel is a state and Palestine is yeah. not a state. And they showed that the, like, the way they built the wall, and so they had a wall, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, the, the way they built the wall was very, um, it was, it was, it was just very weird. They had more, like, space on the Israel side and the Palestine
to they're almost following the what's the hashtag that is trending right now I'll join yeah. in on that yeah exactly. that makes sense mm. yeah you want to say something yeah, I'm just going to say it seems too serious an issue for people to be posting on um, Instagram stories videos that graphic with you know crying emojis and like saying look what's happening in Palestine isn't it awful crying emojis like yes it's horrific it's like a reality of pain and suffering it's awful don't like go posting Ugh, it's so bad yeah it almost um, degenerates or uh, like just it completely ruins the effect of it by mm. just putting a crying emoji exactly, on yeah. something that is this bad Yeah. to then just be like oh I'm really sorry yeah, exactly. crying emoji I mean, yeah, what's 100%. what's really sad is that we can, and this is going back to the thing about you know just innocent children sort of saying, well, this isn't my this isn't my fight, you know, I'm born into this, is that we can just sit here, you know, with this microphone or this equipment and everything, and have this conversation right now, um, and we're so lucky for that, you know, I can sit at home at my island with buttering my white bread, talking to my mum about what's happening in <laughs> Palestine. Brilliant image. I mean you know, explaining to me what's happening, look at all these innocent children dying, and yet I'm sat here with my, you know, shoes and, oh. Yeah, yeah, this, so this position of privilege so where we're born into unfair it. Mm -hmm. and so not right. Yeah, but the positive thing that I would just like to throw on here is almost like a closing thing, is I love the fact that you're in, you understand that. I can't imagine like being born into a country wishing that you were born somewhere else. Mm. Mm. Oh gosh, it must be terrible because it's not like fault that you were born there. It's yeah. Wishing that you were born like in the UK. Mm. Yeah. You so should just. You yeah. shouldn't. You shouldn't have to worry about something like that. Yeah. Yeah. As a child, definitely. Okay. Nice. Thanks, guys. Okay, so we're going to move the conversation on now to talking about Noel Clark and the sexual harassment allegations that has come out against him because this is a really important topic for us within the industry to be talking about. Obviously he's had 26 allegations uh, of sexual harassment and assault to come out against him and as a result of that they've now cancelled the show Bulletproof and they also stopped showing Viewpoint. So what is your a Viewpoint? on, <laughs> did you see what I did there? Why? On <laughs> this thing, on what's going on, Charlie? Um, well, uh, my viewpoint is that um, he's a weirdo and um, <laughs> he is, uh, you know, a, a sexual predator, sexual addict. And um, I believe everything that's been said about him. Um, I don't think they should have cancelled um, those programmes because I think that people should be able to separate, um, for want of a better word, the art from the artist. Um, and you know, there have been so many cases with famous, usually Hollywood directors, where people, you know, when they said this is what they did blah blah and 
people have sort of um, turned their noses up at, at, at usually films that I love because of um, you know because of because uh, someone's involved them. Harvey Weinstein was a monster, you know, mm. and um, I don't think that's right. But you know, it's 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 yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. It's a difficult one to talk about, but. No, yeah, I believe everything's been said about him, and was pretty shocking. Mm. Um, well, I don't know. I feel like you should be like really careful. Like, obviously, he was a um, sexual predator, but I feel like saying something because when you say something about someone, everyone starts believing it. Like, there's a teacher in my school; everyone thinks he's a like nonce, but like, I don't really think that. Dated word. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> and I just think it's really horrible because like if he walks past the girls, everyone's like roll down your skirts, roll down your skirts, and everyone starts believing it. And poor guy, he thinks that all of the girls think of him as a predator, and it's quite sad. So I feel like it's kind of the same as so thing. someone spread a rumor about yeah. him, and now everyone's jumped on on that yeah, rumor. Yeah, it really like annoys me. And, and then if you stand up for him like I did, everyone's like, oh yeah, you're probably a nonce too. But oh, wow, interesting. Okay. So, so it's kind of it's kind of like this, but not really. Like I'm intrigued because what does what's I'm just gonna go back to nonce. What did everyone else think nonce meant? Oh god, what is it? What does it stand for again? Um, it's a pervert, isn't it? Like a pervert. Okay. I mean, people yes. say it. People go nonce all the time. Interesting. It's not. Okay. I know it, it didn't orig. It doesn't originally mean that, but that's where it's come. But that's what it's. Come yeah, to evolved because it actually it stands for something, but it, it within Lots prison. Say it. But Lots of boys sort of say it as like a like a joke, like yeah. oh you nonce, you know, like oh, yeah. kind of oh, it's really become a thing an now. Annoying lad. Interesting. Yeah, okay. like if you go for someone in year below, yeah. they'll say stuff like nonce. Yeah. Yeah. So taking it back to Noel Clark, your the thought is that you kind of think innocent until proven guilty yeah because it can ruin a man's life if he didn't do that like, I know it's a really it's a hard one but it's just it can ruin someone's life mm. like that teacher would probably want to leave the school knowing that if, if he knew what yeah, was being said yeah and then he wouldn't yeah. want to go back into teaching yeah. probably it's so sad but do you think in terms of this and I'll just throw this out here 26 allegations formal allegations versus one man going I didn't do it It's really tricky, it's really right? Tricky, not yeah. good, not a good look. Really. Right? Not mm. a good look. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's not a good look, dude. <laughs> I like that. There. Yeah, I think there's definitely a difference between like a rumor and twenty six allegations. Um, but also with the cancelling of the TV things, I think sometimes you can separate the art from the artist. But I think he was still making commission from it, wasn't he? Yes. That's when I think it gets difficult because like there is so much that's gone into like all the TV shows, but the fact that he's still making money off it just doesn't really. No, I agree. That doesn't that doesn't add up. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 So potentially we don't want to cancel the shows because other people. The other thing is other people are involved in the making of those shows. Yeah. So you know there's a lot of other people's hard work that's gone into that, and it is a shame that those people don't get their hard work seen. Um, um, not rewarded, but you know they don't they they don't reap the benefits of their hard work. 
However, potentially at the allegation point saying, right, you don't get to earn the royalties and the commission from it until, until you get to court and if you are proven innocent, then you do get the money. It's almost like, you know, maybe the agent, it goes to the agent and they hold on to it. It's placed in the holding place. Or if they're proven guilty, then maybe a really good, um, not compromise, but solution would be that any royalties from then onwards, they cannot go to the artist. They go to a charity. And potentially a charity that is about women, you know, Sorry, for women against violence, or that because you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> a charity for women uh, who have suffered from violence. I think is what I mean. Dan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I, I agree with yeah with everything that everyone said. Really, like I mean, yes, innocent until proven guilty. Tw- how many is it? Twenty seven, twenty six. Yeah, not good. Um, even even if he's proven guilty, they're innocent. You're like, mm. how did that? How did that happen? Mm, mm. Uh, but yeah, if if he is guilty, he's a, it's, it's disgusting, yeah. horrible. It's very like, sad. yeah, and it's uh, again, I, the money is a problem. I I I 100% agree that there is a, you need do separate the art art from the artist. Like Michael Jackson, for example, I still love his music, but I don't agree with the fact that he, uh, yeah, allegedly was also a paedophile. Mm, mm. It's like, but it's a similar situation. But the money is where it becomes conflicted, because I one hundred percent agree. I mean, I I know it's like the, it's a complicated situation legally. Because he's, he's created it and it's his ownership, that show. But uh, morally, I would say give it, like, give them, air it, put a warning, like saying, a warning, like, condemn what he's done and pay the actors, give them their dues. They've worked hard for this. The other actors. Yeah, the other actors. And uh, any money which would have gone to him, give to charity, personally. That's what I'll do, but I'll see legal. So you think at the beginning of the program, almost airing like a a not uh, not spoiler, um, a message at the beginning Mm. saying we do not condone the actions of this person. However, we still wanted to show the program if if proven guilty, because obviously you're not going to do that. Go for all that, and he's innocent. And that makes sense. Yeah, Carlotta. <laughs> I love that. I have nothing to say here. Uh, do you uh, do you think innocent until proven guilty? Do you think that should be the way it should be? I mean, I don't actually know. I'm kind of in the middle here because I agree that it might not be one hundred percent true that the fact that he has sixty, no, twenty six somethings, um, is like as proof is kind of a lot but um then i also agree the fact that the money he should not get the money because it could go he could be like instead of 
contributing to him and like making him a better person he should to pay for his actions kind of he should give it to charity for people in actually in need but i also feel like people can change so if he actually was a good person he'd probably say look i'm sorry please forgive me and then potentially like give half the money or something to charities and out there in the world but i don't i don't know I just don't interesting know. so you think almost are you do you think in a slight school of thought of maybe he was doing these bad things but potentially didn't realize what effect he was having on people and so now that he knows that it's bad he could change Okay, interesting, interesting. Matilda. Um, I obviously don't believe in a until proven guilty in this situation because 26 is way too much. Like, way too much. Mm. Like, 26 is just, like, it can't be fake because, like, like I mean, five, five, like, maybe, but 26. Like, that's just an insane number. And, yeah, I just don't, I just think that the movie doesn't have anything to do with it because, well, I mean, if people enjoy the movie, then obviously. But, like, I don't think you should get the money because, yeah. So you think we, should, we shouldn't cancel, because obviously there's this cancel culture, we shouldn't cancel those TV shows and, and films and productions, yeah. but the financial side of things yeah. should be dealt with differently. Because, okay. yeah, because he, obviously, if he's done what he's done, then he just doesn't deserve it. Mm. Because it's a consequence he's paying for doing those things. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Rani, your thoughts? Um, I agree a lot. Um, saying that the victims or the women that have come forward with these allegations 
are liars until proven trustworthy. Which is a really interesting point to throw back at someone. Mm. Because that's essentially what a lot of people have been saying. And um, it's, yeah. And for me, it was why it grated on me when people said innocent until proven guilty with this thought of that opposite of in which case you're saying that these women are liars until proven trustworthy, which upsets me. Mm. So that was my my thoughts mm. and feelings on it. I, f I feel like the phrase innocent until proven guilty has to be taken with a grain of salt, mm. especially in this situation. Yes. Because you're, yes, legally you must, but the evidence must be there. There is a possible in just in general not this specific situation no. the other person may be lying and the allegations may be false but in a situation like this you have to be like well yeah we have to be wary <laughs> yeah 100%. yeah 100%. okay last question and or last thing to ask your thoughts about this is based on the aj and curtis casting in hollyoaks which is controversial because they've both been reality TV stars and just been cast in these big acting roles without, from my understanding, so much of an audition. They've just been handed this role on the plate. And there's a lot of people within the acting industry who are very upset and hurt by this because they've trained for years um, to be good at what they do. And then someone who's just a celebrity waltzes in and gets the part, which is happening a lot at the moment, and so is a massive cause of contention. So, as actors within this industry, how do we feel about this situation? I'm going to go this way. Rania. Um, I, it's not fair. Because, firstly, I Absolutely. Well, it's, it's removing what the art is about. Yeah, it mm. is. Mm, I like it. Matilda? Yeah, I agree because it's not really showing their real talent if they don't actually work for it. And they're just getting it. They're like, oh, we're going to give it to you. Because that's not how it's supposed to work. Because maybe there's a person that is 100 times better than them and you don't even know them. You just find a random person just because because they probably just want the show to go well because there's famous people in it. So I don't think that's really fair because it would be it would actually be way better if there was a new actor, for example, because... Who's good at what they yeah, do. Because you can't just give out a role because it's just... Then you're not really an actor because you're not working for it. Mm. The whole point of the job is to work hard for what you do. Mm. And if you're just given something, then you're just... They're just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, it's a bit like giving a PPE contract to one of your mates who's never made any uh, personal protection equipment before in their lives. Sorry, the government. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Carlotta. 
I think they're using the celebrities' fame to get like a good show and to get be successful. When Do I you think a good show or to get a popular show? Popular show. Um, but I don't think that's really what art is like about. Like there could be possibly like a show with zero ta- like like zero talented people, but it's like, oh my god, that's Rebecca Wilson and stuff like that. Um, and who who are actually good at acting, and that could possibly take part in the show, but they weren't given that opportunity, mm. which is quite the most unfair bit of all, I think, because you need to at least give that random stranger on the street a chance. You can't just just say, oh yeah, let's let's go with this one person that's been on 300 shows. So I think, yeah, I, I don't think... So you think that even the people almost who are, who are actors but at the lower level, echelons of their career, let's say, should always be given those opportunities and should be considered alongside the, you know, the top A-list celebrities. At the, you know, and sh- they should be given that same chance. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It, it's a joke. It's a real slap in the face to people who are professional and put in the work. You, you've got someone who looks all right and was it a dancer? Like yes, I'm sure they're wonderful people, but you're not quali- qualified. Like, uh, uh, sure they might be genuinely good actors, maybe I don't know. But how do we know? If like, they've not actually trained. In if it they've never done it, yeah. and like don't they hand out roles like to hire, uh, like um, celebrities like um, who. Uh, well known for role, their acting career and their roles, that seems fine because you know what you're getting. Mm. Like uh, Chris, Chris Evans as Captain America, he was offered that op- opportunity. Right, but he's done loads mm. and loads of things. But before. yeah, exactly, yeah. he's done that before, so you know what you're getting from it. Mm. I I do agree um, with Carlotta saying that people should be given the chance. Like yes, with a a-list actor you know what you're getting but yeah there might be some better gear towards that Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Chris Evans was better as Captain America or anything Mm -hmm. like that but I'm just saying as a whole it gives talent a chance to rise new talent like yeah exactly yeah uh, Millie Bobby Brown in uh, Stranger Things yeah and all all of that cast actually in Stranger Things were all uh, excellent picks Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, not. at the time, very, um, yeah, not well known in the industry, and they've risen to probably be some of the best yeah, and up and coming actors. Yeah. Great, Beth. Right. So, like, I get stunt casting when it's done well, but like, this was Hollyoaks, which is like an established TV show, and like, I saw a clip on TikTok, and I was like, like, respectfully, they're not actors. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah. I just think it's so frustrating as well that they get handed the roles because like lower actors have to go through like seven billion auditions to like get seen, and like they just kind of get handed handed to um them just because they're like well known. It's unfair. I feel like people don't really take acting seriously and think, oh, anyone can do it. Anyone can get a script. 
and reader and it's almost become a lost art form now as a result yeah. of the celebrity culture right and it's like you have to work towards it you have to have talent like you have to like be able to perform have a loud voice mm. and some people don't have it and they can just hand the script to anyone and be like oh yeah can you perform in our tv show that's not really how it works mm. you have to work towards it like well, I agree that everything's been said. It's it's kind of it's outrageous to the point where it's almost amusing, isn't it? That mm. they can just kind of come in and uh, and and take you know whatever they want. We ke- I kept seeing him on um on programs on telly like uh, they're dancers, but I saw him on this like program about comedians, like this celebrity it was like stand up for cancer. Mm. He was a terrible, terrible comedian. <laughs> So I can't imagine he's going to be um, the best actor either. I kept wondering if he's going to go away, but he's obviously not going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Nice guys, love it. <laughs> Rave session. Our favourite TV shows or films of this month. Okay, go. Maze Runner. Um, Maze Runner. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked the first one because it was really original. It was like really, it stood out to me. But then, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, but it got a bit worse for the second and third one. Mm. Because, I don't know, it was a bit all over the place. But I li- I really liked it. I, I liked the characters and I liked how it was set up. Nice, I haven't watched it. Um, I, like, I watched Marvel recently and I really like it because it's like a community brought together with each and every one of them with unique powers but then all together like really strong because maybe some of them can do the same thing as other ones but all together they're like a really strong team and they go against other like bad people trying to take over the world so I think it's a really nice sign of teamwork and leadership also I like that yeah so I really like Marvel yeah, it's quite empowering. Yeah, I like that. Me? Oh, um, I watched recently Invincible, which mm-hmm. is an animated TV show on uh, Amazon, uh, which only recently came out. Uh, it's similar to Marvel and DC's superheroes, quite standalone though. Came quite late in the '90s as comics. One of the best shows I've ever watched recently. Yeah. Oh. Quite an am- amazing voice cast as well. You've got J.K. Simmons, um, oh, who else is there? Um, Seth Rogen at one point, but like, has it got Sandra Oh in it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On, I. Dave's reg- been watching this. Been on in the background. Yeah, it's amazing. Nice. I, okay, I that's have, interesting. I have no bad words to say about it. Great. Really. Fantastic. Beth. Um, I watched Shit's Creek. I know I thought it was so good. It's so funny. But then also they do it so well so you get attached to all the characters. So like I was like genuinely like upset for them, like when stuff would happen. And um Yeah, very good. It's very inclusive as yeah. well and it's yeah, it's also very it's twenty minute cool. episodes so I can like stay into it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can stay engaged for those yeah. twenty minutes. Perfect, amazing. Naomi. Legally blonde. Yeah. Nice. I feel like it's just such a confidence boost because I had exams and I was really worried about them and I revised and revised I was like right I'm not really going to do well and then I put Legally Blonde on and I came into the room I was like yeah I'm going to do good 
<laughs> love that. I love that you watch that and it yeah. just like empowers you. Confidence yeah, I love that. That's great. That's what a film should be. Yeah. Great. Charlie? Um, I watched this film called uh, Punch Drunk Club, which has um, Adam Sandler in it as the main character. And it wasn't terrible. It was amazing. I loved it. And, um, that was a real negative. It wasn't terrible. It was amazing. Because <laughs> no, sometimes people go, oh, that's bad. But no, yeah, it was great. Adam Sandler was really, really good at it as well. And it's by this great director called Paul Thomas Anderson, who made some other movies that I really love. But yeah, no, it's this really um, awkward, uncomfortable, art house, coming of age comedy drama movie about this low market businessman who's juggling with things like falling in love with someone and acting stupid and ringing a phone sex line that leaves him in a bit of trouble. It's really great, you should watch it. Interesting. Oh, what's it, what's it Mania, what have you watched? Um, I watched this documentary on Netflix. anything else get in the way of that 
And so in your scene, you're just going, 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 going for it. And even if obstacles get thrown at you or problems get thrown at you, you just kind of shove them to the side and keep on going and go after what you want. I like that. Yes, that's a really good tip. So be selfish. Be more selfish, guys, and look after yourselves. And that's in acting, but also in life. Self-care. Look after yourself. Be a little bit selfish to look after yourself. Yay! Okay, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us. Um, goodbye from me and goodbye from everyone at CYU. Yeah, bye, guys. Bye. bye. See ya. Bye.